Yo, what's poppin', everybody? It's the Hyphen here, and today's special guest is a comedian, a filmmaker, a jack-of-all-trades. This guy does it all, and he <laughs> has a hilarious Instagram, so he's an awesome content creator that's consistently pumping out content that's super entertaining, funny, and very original, too, man. I, I think you have a really good twist on how sometimes you incorporate viral videos mm -hmm. as well as your own original content that you create, and... Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, for those who don't know, this is Concrete. What's popping, yes, Concrete? Yes, yes, hey, man. Thank you for having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity to come in here and just chop it up with you. you yeah, know? man, I'm, I'm glad you're here, bro. Uh, I met you through Patty. Shout out to Patty Torres. Shout out to Patty Torres. Uh, she was on the previous episode, uh, the previous podcast, Dalmi Podcast, and uh, she's awesome. I've known her for a while. I met you at a show that she recommended me. Uh, she connected with me with some people, and I performed at a show that you were the host of. Yeah. And then from there... I saw you again at Patty's birthday party, and uh, we chopped it up a little bit, just small talk, and we follow each other on social media. And that was like I think sometime last year. It was about a year ago. Yeah, and then I've been following you. I've been following you since, and uh, you've been killing it, bro. You've been killing Thanks, it, man. You have a lot of different uh, cameos. You have a lot of different types of, you know, characters or personas that you kind of have on your different videos. So yeah. I, I like your range. Like you, you don't you. box yourself into just one type of character or one type of comedy. You. Like yeah, you have, yeah. you're flexible with it. like your yeah. ideas and then they're funny as hell. Yeah, man. And they're bangers. Like it's consistently, <laughs> consistently, bro. Like it, it hits. And uh, right now before we were recording, I actually fucked up. And we were already like in the, in the start of like, <laughs> we were like already three minutes into the conversation and uh, it, we, um, and I wasn't recording. I didn't have his mic plugged in like an idiot. Um, <laughs> but now we're good. But we were starting to talk about how uh, I was curious how, because you consistently drop like funny ass videos and how do you gauge that? So how do you like, aside from I'm sure having your finger on the pulse and knowing that something you have a feeling something's going to hit. You can feel that this might be funny for your audience. Mm. Um, do, you, do you show it to people ahead of time after you finish the skit or even as you're writing it like to kind of say, hey, do you think this is funny? Or is it always just like, nah, I know it's going to be funny. Put it out. Like, um, You know, like, t t I mean, to me, like when the idea strikes, it could be anywhere. I could be driving. I could be in the bathroom. I could be cooking something, whatever. If the idea genuinely makes me laugh to myself and, and, and I'm just laughing by myself and my girl's like, what are you laughing about? That's when I know, okay, cool, I got something, You're right? Something. But it has to make me laugh, like genuinely, right? Like, yeah. And it has to be something that's cleverly original. I like, you know, even if it's not original or if it's another video, I have to, you know, innovate the idea, right, right, and, and how like, to make it, it to mine, and, yeah. and 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 take it to the next level, um, you know. So then, once I think about the idea, usually it's an idea. If I can put it together within 48 hours of me ordering a costume or me getting props or whatever, yeah. then I, I'll shoot the idea and then I'll right away like I'll you know I'll show it to my wife and you know she has a really good uh you know she has a, like a really good comedy eye and a, like a really good comedy you know sense of humor like she yeah. gets it you know and and so if she says yo this is funny then I know I got something and then okay. I'll send it to a couple of friends and but my wife is like the first one that sees it and she's like mm, I'm not feeling it or you know you know and but more than likely I'll I'll be able to tell once I shoot it and I edit it if it still makes me laugh then I'm good like so I'm have you ever good. had a time where you show it to someone like say your wife or friends or whoever and they say it's not really hitting and do you go back and redo it or just cancel it all together or has it just been like no nah, I'm gonna Mm, Put yeah, it out anyways. Yeah, I think there was uh there was one that I did and I think it was the um it was the first Walmart one that I did and it was a video of a guy crashing into the Walmart 
uh, like park like like those those like barricades that they have in front of the Walmart so that cars don't like run into the store. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and I and I shot it and I didn't I didn't have like the certain look. My you know I guess people say I have like this certain look of fear in my face when I do these skits or like a sad face and I didn't really have that look and um. She was like, you know what? Like, I love this skit and I love everything, but you know, your, like your performance, like your performance, your acting performance. She was like, yo, like you, I don't know what it was. Maybe you weren't on, you know, maybe you didn't feel like doing it that day. And it was kind of like, all right, cool. So then I went back. I had to wait, like, a, a, I think thirty days for me to redo the skit. Why? Because when I do a remix video, right? I tend to be very meticulous into what the day looks like and what the surroundings look like. And for that particular skit. It was it was a gloomy rainy day. Oh, so you had to wait for that so I, same weather. So, so so even when I did that skit the first time, when I first saw the video, it was weeks prior to that. I waited for a rainy day or like a day where it said the weather's coming up. Okay, cool, it's gonna rain. So so to just give some context to the people who haven't seen it yet, yeah. Essentially, you sometimes you take a viral video, yeah, and then you edit that in together like like you kind of like i put myself in that world you put yourself in that world so you edit parts yeah. of the original actual viral video mm -hmm. and then you throw yourself in, in that in, in that, that world mix. to yeah. make it look like you're a part of it so it's yeah. like it cuts back and forth from that shot to you yeah. to that shot to yeah. you and then it continues like if it's one consistent like recording right right and a lot of people were like it was funny because at first People were like, yo, that shit is hilarious. Like, I can't believe that dude just saw that fight. They and think didn't. it's real and they think, in and that moment. They thought it was real in the beginning up until they see me do like five, six, seven, seven, yeah. eight, nine. It's like, it's how like, are you at every He can't be at every fucked up situation going on. You right. know what I'm saying? So um, it wasn't until then that they were like, yo, okay, this is really funny and this is this is really good. Like, it looks like original content. And yeah. uh, I think that was, that's was that been my key is to be a magician when it comes to the filming. Yeah. You know, I, I come from a film background. Sorry, excuse me. So coming from a film background kind of taught me how to shoot things and right. how to, you know, how to how to make it look authentic. Um, not every video works, right. but every video that I put out, I make sure that, you don't put it out until it's good. I don't put it out until it's good, and yeah. I don't and I don't rush like my skits. I don't I don't like to just okay. It's 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 in the moment. Or right. if I find a video that's viral and everybody's on it right now, if it doesn't fit what I'm trying to get done, or if it doesn't fit for something I want to do, I don't do it. I don't touch it, right. and, and I let the video be. You know, um, I don't do stuff just because everybody's rocking it. You know, sometimes I've I brought videos that were out two years ago. That were out three years ago, and people were like, "Yo, I saw that shit three years ago, but your fucking remix was the shit." And yeah. I was like, "Okay, cool." So like, you know, as, as long as it works, I don't care if the video is old, brand new, but if it doesn't work, I don't. I, don't I, I agree up. with that. Yeah, I don't think, especially with like viral type videos. Like, yeah, there are times where like, if it's like something that's hot news that's in that day that all, that will never work again on another yeah. day or another year, like yeah. then it doesn't make sense. But yeah, I mean, most comedy videos you can flip and it still works today yeah yeah so exactly. like yeah you know just knowing what you can do and not do and i think you do a good job of assessing which yeah. one's gonna work but yeah, yeah man yeah. those are hilarious um so yeah let's touch on that a little bit so aside from you like having a really funny instagram and doing skits and, and comedy and stuff like that within you know your content creation you, you come from a film world so mm -hmm. i was talking to you right before we started this you were telling me that you actually come from you've been doing mu music videos for artists for like 10 years yeah, I've been doing music videos for 10 years now, documentaries, shooting short films. Uh, I worked on a couple features here and there. Um, I actually started rapping when I was like 15, and I, I, did, I did the whole rap thing. And okay, sick. Had my first song on the radio on Power 106 in LA when I was like 
19 oh, years shit. old. Um, you know, DJ Felly Fell spun that. And then my second song on the radio was called uh, We Can Make It Rain featuring Charlie. That one did like 65 stations across the country. Like, it was pretty cool. It was Damn. like a good experience. I was touring. That did my whole thing. And I was opening up for a bunch of artists that I work with now. Um, you know, so, you know, just through unfortunate events, I, I, I kind of decided to leave music for a while. And I had to find another another form of like expressing creativity and i didn't want to do it in music no more but i wanted to be in the entertainment in the, in the so entertainment, yeah. i decided to take on on radio so i did radio for like two years I, I did internet radio i was at la talk live we had the land legacy show and then from there we went to pocos Pero locos we eat up in kool-aid it's like 2010 or something like that and uh once i you know once we were and, kinda, and what were you doing in these roles so like okay you were doing music you were touring mm, you were opening for artists mm, and then you left that and you were in, in radio. I did radio for two like, years. Like, were you on the mic interviewing people? Yeah, were you, yeah. you, you were host yeah, of a show? Yeah, 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 yeah. We had the Land Legacy show. We were like, you know, uh, we were a pretty creative, pretty new uh, way of it. Like, we kind of took the, I kind of took the the terrestrial radio format of like the morning show and then uh, we put it into like the internet radio. At right. the time, it was LA Talk Live, which is not one of the most successful like podcasts independently run podcast uh companies um so we did that we had you know we, we we got there i would say like in june and by by december we had like maybe like half a million people listening to our podcast Damn. you know so we we were bringing in like every like my girl was the one that was doing like all the pr work so she would get all the accent so your your wife now is that mm, same person yeah exactly oh yeah. sick man yeah. so, so did you been, meet her in the entertainment industry or uh, her her cousin Burstrock was like my backup dancer when i was touring oh shit so he asked me to perform one day she pulled up i was like who's that and then and he I introduced was, you to his cousin uh yeah kind of in a way yeah so then we ended up doing a song together because she's a singer as well so we kind of booked the studio session, and then like once once I had her at the studio, it was like, "Yo, so so what's cracking? Like, let me take you all, you know, yeah, on a yeah. date." And then we did that, man, and I I never left. <laughs> and how long ago was that? That was uh, two thousand and eight, uh, late two thousand eight, early two thousand nine. That's dope, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's super dope. And it's mm -hmm. okay. So then you were doing radio, and yeah. then you left the LA Talk. Live? Yeah, yeah, we, we we left LA Talk Live, and we went to uh, Pocos for the Locals, a network with uh, Edub and Kool. They've been in, yeah. in radio for a long time, production. So we went over there with them. We had the radio show there for like about a year and a half, and then uh, yeah, man, just you know, kind of after that, you know, we were doing pretty well. We were, you know, we started meeting a lot of people, and we you know we decided to kind of like pull the plug on the show for a little bit and kind of start working on like individual careers. Mm -hmm. So then I started filming. And, and at the, prior to that, had you ever filmed anything or you kind of just picked it up? No, at no, but I was acting. I was already like getting roles and I was oh, okay, already okay. doing commercials. So you were, and, you were familiar a little bit as far as the process goes yeah, for filming. Yeah, as okay. the process goes. And I, I always kind of liked just the behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. Um. So I, I decided to just, I was like, all right, cool, man. This is what I really want to do. I want to start doing video just to kind of fill the creativity void from music. Right. Not knowing that it was going to like, you know, take me 10 years and you know, be where I'm at now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it took, it took, a, it, it took a while to like get paid for my first gig, you know? A hundred percent. It took like, a little you gotta, while. You gotta hustle and do some stuff for free. I shot like at least a hundred music videos for free and, and, you know, for, you know, for artists that were, you know, like artists that are, you know, had, had pretty big records at the time. Cause I already knew these guys from radio or from me touring or from me opening up for them. So when you had built those, uh, connect those connections, those relationships with people mm. in these other fields, you say you had their contact info. Did you mm -hmm. reach out like, "Yo, I'm doing videos now." Yeah. Or like, how did how did you go about it? Yeah, I mean, a lot of it like happened. You know, I would shoot one video for one guy, and then I'd be like, "Yo, man, um, 
tell so and so like if he ever needs a video, I got him. Like I'll show I, just on the strength. Like and so, so yeah. oh yeah, so you were doing it for free. You were absolutely off, you were offering them for Abs- free. Absolutely, it yeah. Went, okay, sick. Until yeah. I built a big enough reel where people are like, well, let me see your work, and then I got to the point where somebody was like, well, how much do you charge? And I was like, oh shit. Oh shit! How much I, do I charge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so it went from three hundred dollar videos to thousand dollar videos to twenty thousand dollar videos to you know Hell now yeah, whatever now what it was like whatever the budget is we can get it done you know yeah yeah that's sick man yeah. so you started that like about ten years ago and you still do it consistently to this day that's yeah it's it's I mean it's still what I do I mean I'm still in film production like all these skits really it's on my downtime you know mm. it's like whenever I have time whenever I'm not shooting or editing. so what pays the bills is the music videos absolutely. Absolutely. Now, do you do stuff outside of music videos in film, yeah. or is it mostly just yeah. music Yeah, no, like- I mean, I've done documentaries. I, I've done a bunch of stuff for, like, you know, I mean, I worked for Tidal for a little bit uh, through Hyper House. I was, you know, I, I I did a couple, like, project coordinating for them. I shot a bunch of stuff for them. Um, you know, I've I, I worked in Mexico for, like, five years with, like, arguably the biggest rap artist out there. His name's Sekan. I shot maybe, like, you know, 30 videos for him. We have easily over 300 million views combined Damn. with him you know and that's probably like on the low on the low and yeah um yeah i'm pretty sure it's grown now just one of our videos has like 50 million views you know so Shit. you know and that's been in the last five years i mean uh this was what, like 2012 2016 that's when i was like really heavy and i was traveling a lot and yeah i mean film has film has been a provider for my you know for me and my family and i've, I've, I've traveled the world it's been fun i mean i've been to over Easily like twenty five countries across the globe, so Sick. you know, I places I never thought I'd go to. Yeah. Uh, so I like just, people have hired you to go film out there. Yeah, like, yeah. Like artists in these other countries, or a yeah, artists out here that wants to go out there. Artists in other countries, yeah. like you know, like I've been to. I mean, I've been to Madrid twice. Um, I, I worked in Sweden. I worked in uh, London. I worked in Paris. I worked in Puerto Rico. I've Colombia. Man, hell yeah. You know, Belize. It's been you know, it's been quite so, a few. So. Uh, what aspects of film do you focus on? Is it like the cinematography? Is it the directing, the editing, uh, producing? Like, what what are the mm. roles that you most heavily take on? Because you know, I started out just doing everything myself. I had to learn everything myself. Right. So it's like I've always been hands on with everything: the directing aspect, the shooting aspect, and the editing aspect. Yeah, I had to learn how to light my own stuff. Right. You know, up until. Um, you know, I got I, I got opportunity to be under the wing of a few cinematographers, you know, uh, like Anthony B. Richmond. He shot, you know, The Sandlot, Man of Honor. You know, he taught me a lot. Sick. And what I know, you know, um, I used to really, um, I used to work under the, the arm of um, uh, Armstrong. He shot uh, the Saw movies, you know. So, like, all these guys, I, I took a little bit from every guy on 100%. how to shoot, you know, yeah. from horror, from... You know, like the Sandlot movies where it's like really 90s kids movies, you know, yeah. to like Men of Honor, like a, a period piece movie. So I took a little bit from everybody and then uh, I kind of created my Did own you vision work, for him. Like on, were you ever at the productions or you watch them edit or or, uh, or actually film or like no, break down? No, like, no, no. What happened is that um I was a TA at the New York Film Academy. Oh, okay, sick. One of my buddies, um, Anthony. Did you, did you go there or you just no, somehow became a TA? How'd you become a I got, TA? I, had a t- I got a TA because it was my first... It was one of my first big gigs, and it was for um, a guy named Black Chill, which uh, was, you know, he's, I mean, he's still a rapper. He's doing pretty good for So you were doing a music video for him. So I was doing a music, like, I got called to do a music video, and they were like, yo, um, Black Chill saw one of your music videos, and he wants to know if you want to shoot his next. And I was like, cool. So I took this meeting. Again, I'm thinking this is a low-budget music video, like, 
maybe a couple hundred bucks, few hundred bucks. And he's like, so they come at me, they're like, all right, cool. So here's fifty thousand dollars. He wants this, that, that. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> that was your biggest you know, project at the time? Yeah, and that was my biggest project at the time. And uh Anthony Cook, which was the guy that was gonna produce it, he was producing, so he called me to direct it. Um and uh yeah, you know, like we're going through production and he's like, yo, like you don't really know how to communicate with the cat, you know, like with the crew. And I was like, I don't, but I know what I want. And he's like, I know I can see it. He's like, I can totally know. Yeah, the vision. I can totally see that you know what the, like what you want, but you just don't know how to communicate it. So once we got that video done, it was amazing. I mean, we ended up like, I ended up running like a lot. It was, it was, it was, it was really cool, but it was my first time taking on a job that big. Um, at that so, level of professionalism. At that level of professionalism. So he, when he saw that, he was like, you know what, dude, I think you're, I think you know what you're doing. I think maybe if you just kind of like, you know, maybe just get a little bit of book work in, in, into you, like you can take it to the next level. 100%. Like, so, when, yeah, you got like, like knowing terminology that's used yeah. on actual sets. Like, yeah, is all the lingo, the lingo. Yeah, the lingo. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's a big thing. Like, it just helps to get things done faster and a lot easier, you yeah. know, when you know how to communicate with people, you know? Yep. For sure. And once I got the gig, he was like, yo, just come work here. And then, you know, like your TA for a bunch of people. So I just kind of gravitated to certain directors that I was working for. And, you know, but, you know, like one of them being uh, Anthony B. Richmond, you know, he's he's a legend in the game, dude. Yeah. Like he's shot so many great films that are classics in America or right. like in the world, you know. So it was uh, it was an opportunity for me to learn and for me to just kind of like see what it was all about, you know. So it was a real blessing, man. That's super sick. So yeah. then now, currently, like with your latest productions, are you still doing the majority of the work or are you delegating? So are you still doing like the cinematography, the, the directing, the editing? Or? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I definitely have a touch in everything, you know. I know what I want and now that the projects are getting bigger, I'm starting to get people to help just to make my life a little easier right. and just to have the production run a little smoother, you know. Like I've been working with my boy Ryan Altman. Um, you know, he's a, you know, you know, director, cinematographer out in New York and he's, you know, coming out here to lay, you know, to kind of live the dream as well, just like me, yeah. you know? So we've been partnering up lately on a lot of projects and the workflow is easier for me. And, you know, we, we bond as people, which is important for me. A hundred percent, man. You know? I think, I think being able to, to vibe with someone, yeah. like skills can be learned. Yeah, but like, you know if, what I'm like chemistry is something. Chemistry means yeah, a lot to me, yeah. and if I can communicate with you and we're good, and we we both have the same work ethic, so it's kind of easy just when you know to work people like that. So, you know, as of lately, the the projects are getting bigger, so I'm starting just to bring more people around yeah. me that are going to make me better. Essentially, you know, that's all of what it is about. I don't, I'm not trying to take to shine and no, right, right. It's just, it's just let's just get Bil the pro yeah, yeah. let's get the project done and let's give the client what they need plus a little extra, and then we'll we'll all be all right. You know. Yep. Everybody eats together. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's super dope man what's one of your like what's a music video that you're most proudest of or that you just like think is like <laughs> your one of your favorites that you've done oh man dude uh it's, it's i mean there's so many that we've accomplished right that i think i think well like there's one music video that i shot that it was it was like the most spare of the moment video. Um, we were just having a conversation. We, we had I was shooting in Mexico. I was out there for other videos actually. I was out there shooting for other music videos. For other artists. 
Uh, no, same okay. artist, oh, same okay. artist. But I was, I had, I had just shot two music videos for him, and we had, I had two more days in Mexico. Okay. I was, I was just kind of like just unwinding at this okay, point, just chilling. So you know, like we go out when I we're at the bar, and then you know it's like three or four o'clock in the morning. We're we like we're back at the hotel. And we're just like, all right, man, yeah, man, it'd be dope if we, it'd be dope if we shot this music video, you know. And he was like, everybody's hyped, and they're like, well, why don't we just go shoot her right now? Yeah. You know, it was like four o'clock in the morning. It was like, all right, cool, man. So we we wanted to capture the essence of Guadalajara, mm -hmm. waking up in the morning and like the hustle and the bustle of the people of, you know, just like the working environment of people because that's what the record was about. The record was about like never giving up. Yeah. No matter what you do, whether you sweep the street or you know you're a CEO of a you know Fortune 500 company, like there's a work ethic that goes with that, right? Yeah. Regardless of what you do, and we wanted to capture that. And the video, we shot it, maybe it took us about an hour and a half to shoot it, because we got the city right when yeah. we needed it. You were, you were ready for it. We, yeah. we were there at the right time, yeah. right place. The, you know, the, you know, the sun was kicking the perfect lighting, yeah. where we didn't even need all the stuff that we, we usually have for the music video. Right. And that, at the time, it ended up being one of my biggest music videos. We have, like, I was just telling you, I think, I think we have over, like... That's the one? 50 million views on Damn. you know like in a matter of like months and it was just like people really like it resonated with people yeah and, you know with people that that are coming essentially from nothing sometimes right. and you know there's more people than rich people in the world so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah man people really you know like 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 it resonated with the working class and that's the video that i kind of you know because i was able to just show Guadalajara and the work and the hardworking people of Guadalajara. Yeah. you know Without showing all the glitz and glamour and all the stuff that comes with the inner, you know, like, like the entertainment. Right, industry. right, right. So you know, like I think that was a real proud moment for me. Like That's it was, sick, man. It was That's dope sick. to catch that. What? Okay, so like, how much of your time would you say out of aside from family time and your your leisure time, mm. just business time? How much do you think goes into like doing videos and stuff like that? And then how much time goes into your skits? Because you said you do your skits and and your comedy stuff, your social media, like your your mm. concrete personality on your social media yeah. you said is like more downtime so how much time do you put because it looks like you kind of put a good amount of time man sometimes you go like to like locations uh that are definitely not your house you know what i mean like yeah. you definitely got to go and, and you even said earlier something about buying props and getting costumes so like you're putting yeah. time into these skits how much, yeah. how much are you putting i think putting time and not rushing it is, is is the key right yeah like i put a lot of time in thinking about what i want okay you know, and I think that's the most time. Like again, I could be driving to the set yeah. of the music video I'm about to shoot, and in that time, my mind's like, for the just skits, like yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm I'm looking at videos, or people send me videos, or I'm just searching videos, and I'm just like, that's funny. Yeah, and then I'll have that skit in the back of my head for like from the moment I see it to the moment I come up with the yeah. actual concept of the video and what I want to do. It could be a day, it could be two weeks. You know, sometimes it takes longer. You know, like when I did the I did a, a the the deer skit. Where the deer beats me up. Okay, I haven't seen that one yet. Okay, no. so you know for a that, real deer, it's a real. <laughs> well, there's a deer in the video. A guy is shooting like a deer, and he's walking up to it, and oh. the deer ends up beating him up. Oh, okay, gotcha. in real life, right? But obviously, I couldn't. I was. I wasn't gonna go out there yeah, and get yeah, an yeah. actual deer. So what I did is that um, I just went online and I found some deer hooves. <laughs> <laughs> and I flipped the video, and when people see it, they're All like, you just see is like just, just the legs. All my hands hitting me, like, yeah, like yeah, the, the hooves are hitting me, yeah. and it's like, people were like, dude, did you really get up, fucking beat up by the deer? And I'm like, nah. So that skit took me a month to do because the hooves were coming from like, 
Minnesota, so it took like three weeks of shipping. It was, oh, it, was it was a mess. And then like the first time I got like I got the first hoof and it was like this small. And I was like, no, I need an actual size hoof. Like, yeah, like I'm, decorative? Not, like, yeah, yeah, it was like a, ornaments? It was like an ornament. <laughs> and I was like, no, nah. I was like, damn, damn picture got me, you know? So then That's I ended the up searching. And then uh, sure enough, man, I found like a taxidermy place that had a bunch of them. No way. <laughs> yeah. The so, then, so then they just, you know, but again, it took me three weeks to get it. And yeah, like once I got that, yeah. I shot it the same day within 30 minutes. And then the skit was up at five. Oh, sick. So, again, sometimes it takes longer because I have to order props or I have to wait for the right time of day yeah. or I have to wait for the right location, right. the right prop. So, you know, all my stuff, I like to think that it's well thought out. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I take pride in everything I do, whether it's a music video or a 15-second skit. Yeah. It has, to me, like, it, the, the, the stars have to align for every skit for me, you know? And if they sense. And if they don't, then I... I don't do it. It's it's fine. You know, yeah, yeah. I'll move you on to like the next. forcing something to fit yeah. in where you're not a hundred percent happy or yeah. satisfied. That's like a, yeah, that's like a rapper writing to a to a beat he doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. And then it, it shows. Yeah. And you can hear, yeah. you can tell when something's not like A1. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like I've heard many rappers say, Man, I didn't even like that. I didn't even like that beat, and it becomes your biggest record. I've had those too, right? Where people send me video and I'm like, like I remember, like when when the when the R. Kelly interview had came out, mm -hmm. the last one where he gets up and he's screaming at the right. he's at screaming Gale? at the camera again. Yeah. yeah, right. So people kept sending me the video. They were like, "Yo, do something to R. Kelly. Do something with this R. Kelly interview." And I was like, "Bro, like everybody had already done something." Yeah, yeah. There were a million different things out there. Was a, but everybody was playing the interviewer. Right, right. So everybody was playing the interviewer, and. Once I noticed that, I was like, okay, cool. There's a gap. Yeah, there's something new that you can touch on. So then I ended up being the cameraman. So yeah. I put myself as if, as if I was a cameraman interviewing that well, I was part you, of the interview. Recording the interview, yeah. So when people saw that, it, it, like once I thought of that, I was like, boom, my boy has a camera that looks like a damn TV camera. I'll go get that. I made the call, and I was like, and the skit was done within two hours. And then that happened to be one of my biggest skits still up to this day, as, as far as numbers-wise. Right. That, that, that one went like, you know, um, it did really good numbers for me on Instagram. Not my most viral one, but it did really good numbers at the time. It was my biggest skit. Is Instagram your primary platform for mm -hmm. content? Mm-hmm. Have you messed with TikTok at all? Are you well, yeah, yeah. Like I just got my first hundred thousand views on my TikTok nice. on, on, on one video. Yeah. Um, but it's hard, you know, because I'm I'm still trying to build my Instagram, and yeah. it's like here comes a new app, and I got to go over here. So it's like, but yeah, I, I'm just feeding content to you know to different ones, you know. But as far as like my comedy content, yeah, it's mainly Instagram. But if you ask me about my work, then it's it's YouTube. I have I have you know. Close to a billion views on all the work that I've done so for everybody. So do you everybody. upload the music videos you do for people on your own channel? Mm -mm, I just or, put them on my playlist. Oh, your playlist. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I put them so, on my playlist because it, 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 all this work necessarily doesn't go on my page. It goes on the artist page. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's, that's smart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sick, man. Uh, so what are you? Uh, what, what projects are you working on now? Um, recently, I was working on... Uh, I started putting a mini-series out on Instagram Live. Um, I wanted to kind of like. What, what do you mean by mini series? What what is it? Uh, it's like a mini series, but like you know, picture like a you know like a Netflix series. Yeah. Um, but I'm doing it in five minute, uh, three to five minute episodes on Instagram TV. Right. On, on live or IGTV? No, I, I'm sorry, on Instagram TV. Oh, on IGTV. Okay, yeah, yeah, because that can has that. Yeah. So longer. yeah, so you could do ten minutes on that, and yeah. I was seeing a lot of content, and I was like, okay, well, a lot of people are just putting long skits, or they're just putting like longer promo videos. It's not really like 
to me, it wasn't like not, IGTV, right? It's not like original it's, content like YouTube. Yeah, right. So what I wanted to do was, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, dedicated content, yeah. like YouTube, where people go and make stuff directly for YouTube. Exactly. Yeah. So I created this series called Benny, which did really well. Uh, we're on episode two. Um, I'm planning on recording episode three in the next few weeks. Um, and people have been asking for that. Like, that's been really cool. Like, I've gotten a lot of calls off is, of that. Uh, I haven't seen this yet. This is original? What? What is it? This is original. I wrote the script. I directed it and shot it. Is it comedy or is no, it? No, no. It's a drama. It's a drama. It's, it's like a street drama. Um, It's my first kind of like stuff that I put out that's mine, that I wrote, that I directed and I shot. Gotcha. I've done other narrative stuff, but it's not like it, like it's, it was. It's someone else's project that, you're, that you either that film just, or that I, edit, directed. Yeah, yeah, that I was, you know, that I facilitated. So this is my like, work. this is your baby. This is my baby. I created this and uh, it's opened up so many more doors for me because people are like, oh, I didn't know you. I knew you shot music videos and documentaries, but I didn't know you could do the narrative stuff. And I right. was like, oh, yeah. You know, and they're like, cool. So now I'm getting more gigs. To and shoot, you're writing like, it or do you have a team? I wrote it. I wrote you it. You wrote the whole thing? I wrote everything. Sick, yeah, man. I wrote I'm everything. I'm about to check this out. Yeah, this dude, that's sick. on my IGTV. You can check it out. It's called Benny. Um, starting my artist L two R, um, and what do you mean by your artist? Uh, I have a record label too. It's called Altruist Music. Oh, sick man! Yeah, and uh, so we've been putting out music with uh, you know with L two R. That's been amazing. He's been doing a lot of cool stuff, and it's been you know like it's it, it's been fun putting him out. And you know he has a few shows coming up, and uh, he just got casted for another movie off of the Benny stuff. Oh wow! A big casting agent uh, by the name of um, Manny Jimenez. Uh, he used to be. Uh, he 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 started Suspect Entertainment, which you know gave light to dudes like Noel G and all these other huge yeah. stars. Um, he saw him on Benny, and he was like, "Yo, Khan, who's that kid?" And I was like, "Oh, dude, that's L two R. Like, that's my artist." He was like, "Yo, I, I need him on this." And um, you know, so he just got a huge. That's real dope. He just got a huge audition off of something that we did for IGTV, and that's what I essentially I wanted to do. Right? That's what it was for. Is to just give light to what we do to everybody in the yeah. cast, you know, and then the cast and crew. Yeah. That's sick, man. Yeah, Hell yeah. Man. So right now that's your is that your primary focus outside of doing work for other people as a filmmaker? Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, man, I I got my hand in like ten different cookie yeah. jars, you know? I mean, I like to I How like do you to, delegate your time? Like how do you not burn yourself out? Or do you sometimes get burned out? Because like uh, yeah. I do like a million things too. I was just talking like, to him about getting burned out. I started doing things that I feel passionate about as opposed to chasing the money. hundred percent. You know, when I started doing the comedy, like, I think comedy is my, I think comedy is my calling, you know, and before I, I, I kept chasing the passion and now I'm chasing my calling, which is a huge difference. You know, a lot of people have a passion for something, but it doesn't mean it's their calling, you know, and I think when you can, when you can differentiate that between chasing your passion and chasing your calling, that's when you'll see success. For some people, they're fortunate enough to chase their calling, and it happens to be, be their, their passion, passion. Yeah. and that's amazing, right? But you know, there's dudes that aren't, you know, that are trying to make it in the NBA, and they're not NBA players. Yeah, they can have all the passion in the world. They can have all the passion in the world, but if it's not your calling, bro, it ain't gonna happen. Right? Yeah. So you gotta follow your calling and and what's you know what's really in your heart and what really what you really excel at. You know, even though if it's something you might not want to do, you have to somehow find a way to fall in love with it. Yeah. You know, or um, or use that calling or use, yeah. the, use that skill or utilize that. Yeah, in, in utilize a way that, that you can that you can prosper that, that you in can it you know like it you know yeah. so you know with me i've been you know rapping was a passion of mine filmmaking is a passion of mine but my calling i feel is making people laugh so with the comedy thing then are you thinking uh, like as a comedian actor doing stand-up comedy like what's the calling itself that mm -hmm. you feel comedy is the path 
Um, if you if if I had to like narrow it down, like I I would definitely like to be in the likes of like dudes like Will Smith, and because I feel like even though I can make people laugh, like I feel that I can still make a serious movie or acting. So so com- comedy within acting. Yeah, absolutely, so. absolutely. Yeah, like I don't think I don't think stand ups is essentially for me right now. Gotcha. Right. Um, there's dudes and actors in the world that. You know, are huge comedians, huge stand-up comedians, but necessarily they're not gonna they're not gonna sell a a, a, a movie ticket. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? But they're huge. It's comedi- like like in hip hop, you got like battle rappers that are super dope lyrically, but, but then can't make a record. But they can't make a record. They can't make yeah. a hit record. So that's so me. It's like different different areas yeah. of the umbrella under yeah, the umbrella. Different yeah. areas of comedy. And me, I think you in know, I I think I feel like I'm more of an on-screen acting. You know, like. I think my facial expressions, and that's what a lot of people tell me. Like, yo, yeah. your facial expressions really are funny. So it's like, I think, I think, yeah, know? that's that's definitely sells a lot of your comedy yeah. on like on your videos that I've watched. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's your reactions, it's the like acting. the it's delivery, the, act- the performance, yeah, is, and, is really what. Makes and, it. And, and again, I'm sure I can do that on stage, but it's like, uh, why leave? Why leave something that's working at the moment? You know, maybe later on I can develop something like that because you know it, it takes a lot to go on stage and to make people laugh. Yeah, you it's know? a different world. Well, it's like. I always tell people, like, yo, how come you don't do stand-up? And I was like, we got to see it like this, right? When I do a skit and I think it's funny and I post it, I can walk away and put the phone down and not see the reaction from people and not see if there's backlash, not see if You don't it, have to deal with a boo in your face. If, if, if it flopped. When you're doing stand-up, you have nowhere to run, son. You're falling to the ground. You're like, going to bomb yeah. and you're going to bomb in front of people, right? Yeah. I don't think I'm ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I don't think my ego can hold that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I mean, hey, hey. but even that—that's being self-aware, knowing yeah. kind of what you your are boundaries, ready for. bro. Yes, yeah. you you, you got to know. You know what I'm saying? You got to know your league, man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to know where to stay and where and where to succeed at and where to shine more. You know, like yeah. I'm not saying I won't do stand up one day, but as of right now, it's not for me, and yeah. I want to focus on acting and being funny on screen. Yeah. So the Benny then the, that show that you're writing and and creating, um, that's more drama. Are you planning on doing a comedic based show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I want to, you know, but I think you know, like m- making people laugh and uh, investing money in it is a hard business, right? Yeah. Like, there's only so many movies that are made with low budgets that right. become huge hits. Like, not you're you're you're. There's not gonna be another Friday. And I've seen a lot of movies that try to mm-hmm. say, oh, let's do a Friday. Let's do this, uh, uh, a Spanish Friday or something like this. And it's like, you can't capture lightning twice in a bottle. And that, you know that's, that's, that's like a, a huge, like, yo, the idea of let's make a something that already exists. That already exists. Is, that, that's like, a, you already started. Like, you already, you already went up. Yeah, you're already not going to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, and, I'm not, and look, I'm not saying you, it, it can't be done. I'm just saying, dude, it's harder to sell comedy than yeah, for yeah. me to sell a drama. Yeah, like you I know? mean, the last thing you want is someone like, oh, that's a, that yeah, is like, a, a Spanish Friday. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like you know, I mean, like you're just kind of biting something else, you yeah. know. And 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 obviously, making people laugh on cue is hard, you know. Like it's yeah. not easy. Um, you know, I, again, I take pride in doing my skits, and 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 I'm glad that it that it makes people laugh, yeah. and, I, and 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 I'm glad people feel that it's very consistent. But at the end of the day, like you know, um, to invest in something that I want to do in comedy, I don't have the pieces yet right that i want like i would want certain co-stars and i would want certain people in my film to make it in order for me to be like okay i can put this out right and when it comes to a drama 
you know, you can manipulate drama just a little bit more. Yeah. You know, you could just, you know, like have a really good dialogue, get some actors, right. and not have to worry about making people laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because I, I think, um, I forgot who, who's, I mean, it's been said by a lot of actors that doing comedy, like I, a lot of some of the most famous serious actors that have won mm-hmm. Oscars have said like doing comedy is the hardest type of acting. Mm-hmm. And it's because you have to like be able to break out of a shell outside of just being able to get into a mood. Yeah, so, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you got to make people laugh. So, on like, cue. being able, like, for, I mean, you can deliver that, but yeah, like, I, I can see how trying to get the right amount of people to be able to do that. Yeah, like, you can't just get any actor to be funny on to camera. to be funny on camera, and then you got to do it for an hour and thirty minutes if you're gonna do a film. You know, like right. that's not easy. You know, mm-hmm. so to me, it's like I rather do something like that's really action based and then add comedy to yeah. it to where it still has a little flair of comedy you know like you know like a buddy cop movie you right, know, right where it still has comedy and then it's action it's yeah, a little yeah. bit of serious you know, various know? forms of like or entertainment within yeah, one package you know within one package and I think that's what I'm aiming for at this point and, and hopefully we get to do some sick day. man alright well uh, where can people find you man oh man on Instagram is concrete live and then on TikTok it's concrete comedy I just switched it just to see what happens. Just see what happens. Because it's so funny. Like, people, like, they tell me all the time. They're like, yo, when I first saw your page, it said Concrete Live. And I was like, they didn't get it. They were like, are you are you selling concrete, like pavement and shit? And I was like, nah. <laughs> you know? So I, I, I it kind of threw people off a little bit. Hey, but, man, um, maybe that's another avenue to explore, though. Partner yeah. up with a concrete company and, like, have your own, yeah, like. Yeah, your... right? Like, my own slabs of concrete. Yep. <laughs> concrete. Just quick, have your quick face. Crete. Uh, yeah. I oh, you know what you should do? And, yeah. And every little slab is, like, a different face of yours. <laughs> like, the sad, the happy, like, yeah, all the different, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> from your clips. So it's like, you know, but, um, yeah. So on Instagram, it's Concrete Live on uh TikTok, it's uh, Concrete Comedy. And then my Facebook is just Concrete. You can just find me under Concrete. I'm the only one on there with that name. Because when you Google it, you're going to find some pavement shit. (laughs) (laughs) I I can imagine it's hard to get the SEO up on that. Oh, dude, it's horrible. (laughs) I know. Well, sick, man. Hey, well, thanks for having me, uh, for being on the show, for for being a guest on here. Thank you for Um, having me, dude. And uh, make sure you guys check them out. Hilarious as hell. Awesome stuff. Thank you. And uh, you guys can check me out. All my stuff's on social media, The Hyphenate, and music and everything, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Yeah. And don't forget, Doubt Me podcast is on Apple podcast, on Google podcast, and on Spotify as well. So, Doubt Me podcast. There it is. All right, thank you guys. Have a good one. Peace.